Please sit comfortably. Um, what I wanted to talk about tonight is n not exactly a, um, a traditional Zen topic, um, but I think it's something that's very um, interesting to share with you, and you'll see that when we talk about it, that it actually does have a lot of um, it, uh, a Zen practice application um, in the way that we relate to others in a, in a helping way. Um, but the other day on Radio National I heard a, an interview with an American psychiatrist named Daniel Fisher who's developed a, a method, um, there's nothing particularly new about it, but it's, it's very good. And uh, he's recently been, been out to Australia doing training with other people in the mental health profession. And the name of this method um, is ECPR, which which refers to emotional CPR, and uh, he's saying that just like in um, medicine, you know, in first aid and so on, so many people in the public have been trained in CPR to help people who's you know had a heart problem, their heart has stopped. So in the same spirit, um, emotional CPR is being able to help someone start their own heart again, their emotional heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, he's taking a position as a psychiatrist um, that a lot of what we refer to as mental illness is people's heart has, has um, in the emotional sense, has stopped working, it's closed down. And uh, he sees mental illness as not just being an internal process of, you know, um, biochemistry or, you know, psychological issues, but seeing men mental illness in a kind of an interbeing kind of sense, and it's actually something that it, something that it is interpersonal, you know, it happens between people, not just something within you. And he talks about his own experience, um, which led him to this method. Is before he was a psychiatrist, he used to be um, trained in, he was a scientist trained in biochemistry. And so he was very well versed in, you know, the biochemistry of the brain and pharmacology and so on. And then um, he had an experience in his life where um, he developed catatonic schizophrenia. Catatonic schizophrenia is where people just go stiff and mute. And people think that they're, they're mute or deaf, but they just totally closed down and they, they can't or they won't speak and they, they're just like a, like a zombie you know, and they can't interact with other people. So he developed this and he was in a psychiatric hospital and there was one point he remembers where he was surrounded by you know, doctor professionals and so on in a clinical meeting and what he observed in his psychotic state, and people in psychotic states can be very insightful sometimes, but what he observed was that the more um, trained a professional was, the less humanity that they showed or allowed themselves to show. And um, all of these people, you know, assessed him and asked him questions and he wouldn't open up and talk. And it wasn't until the end of it when the wardsman came up to him and just looked at him in the eye and smiled and showed his humanity and he said at that point he said I think I can trust this guy 
I can't trust them because they don't show any humanity. But I can. I think maybe I can trust this guy. And that was that was the, sort of that was the crack into which the light could shine. And it was that point that he he turned. He started to gradually turn around, and he eventually became better. And then he trained to be a psychiatrist. And he's he's uh, obviously uh, very well recognised because he said he's on a. Um, a national committee um, for psychiatry and mental health, which is um, supported by the current White House, and um, that these programs are being developed in um, America, and, and the research seems to indicate it's having a, a very positive effect on helping people with mental health issues. But to come to the practice point of it, it's very, very simple, and it fits in very, very seamlessly with our, with our sense of Zen practice. First of all, he says that um, being to China recently, that the Chinese character for listen is made up of three parts, eyes, ears, and heart. When we listen, we listen with our ears, our eyes, and our heart. Mm -hmm. And uh, all it's simply doing is training people, anyone, just like anyone can be trained in CPR, but training professionals working in this field too, to really start to allow yourself to show your humanity to people and uh, to listen with an open heart and to allow people just to be there. So one of the, one of the greatest gifts that we can give to someone who is emotionally distressed is just to listen to them, you know, and be there for them. It doesn't necessarily, it doesn't require clever interpretations or fixing them up or necessarily getting to think differently or whatever. Some of the, the greatest gift we can give someone is just to be fully present to them and to be fully present to them in our, in our full humanity. And um, <clears throat> he said, and my colleagues and I often have these discussions too, we did again just last Sunday, um, that uh, my Buddhist psychotherapy colleagues but sometimes when you know we're, we're working with someone who's very, very distressed or whatever, and if we feel emotional and we cry, I don't mean breaking down into our own self-indulgent sobbing or anything, <laughs> but if we cry and let our tears show, that, that's the best thing we can do for them. That's the best thing we can do for them. And that those tears are worth a thousand words of psychological interpretations. So, so often what happens when people are distressed by something, it triggers our distress. And the more that we can become, or to raise our own distress tolerance, to be able to stay with our own distress, you know, through Zen practice, meditation practice, then the more we can be there for other people when they're distressed. Because often when someone's distressed, um, it triggers some kind of anxiety in us where often what we want to do is fix them up. Mm -hmm. And so many people in counselling say to us, do you know, that they're sick of people trying to fix us up. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's restraining that urge to fix someone up and just simply be present to them in a humanity. It's really simple. Mm -hmm. But it requires a lot of 
undoing of a lot of conditioning, particularly that professional people um, bring to that interaction. So it's something you're well trained to do through Zen practice, is to, is whenever it's required, you know, in people in your family or friends or people you come across, is to do emotional CPR, just be present to someone so that you start their heart again. We're relational beings and um, this is emphasising, this approach is emphasising like in Zen, <clears throat> the importance of being. Doing has its place, but often we forget how important just being is and being present to others. So as you can see, it's not a conventional Zen talk, but as you may see, it has a lot of practical application in terms of how we, we bring Zen practice into relationships with other people. <coughs> 